0: Hey There, welcome to the in between.
1: You're getting good at that. <laughs> hey, is that the same background music that's like on the sermons
0: mm. on Sunday at some point? I, I don't think we put music on the sermons on Sunday. Man, I would swear
2: hey, when you listen when to I was watching and one of the
0: sermons that at some point in there, I don't think like so, like at the end or something, unless Colson has done some sort of uh
2: wizardry. <laughs> yeah, wizardry. Yeah, exactly.
0: If he's done some sort of automation that I'm not aware of, but I don't, I don't think, I don't believe that we do that.
2: Okay,
1: just making it up. Maybe the hey, if there's something, there's something on your mic, John. Don't, don't try to blow it off. Sorry,
0: <laughs> pro pro move right there. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's not my first so time we're, still, uh, Coulson. <laughs> we're still without colson <laughs> if you haven't noticed we got paul back which is you know really nice and chris and, in the same and, room at the same time yeah i mean there's three of us so who knows but we don't have the internet to look up all of our answers right to we're going to see much much less intelligent today what we're going to do
2: so we're going to ask questions and then we're going to tell you to google it yeah. <laughs> I mean, and
1: please phone it in very possible
0: yeah, phone it in. <laughs> Let Day, us know the days no, after we've. We're actually this. asking,
1: like it's not. <laughs> no. We're not. It's not rhetorical. We need your help.
0: Not anymore. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is a definitely one of those strange, strange mornings where after a storm, I always feel like my brain is totally wrapped up in why is sudden not working? Yeah, um, and not not really thinking about anything else. But um, we have Second Peter to think about. And yes, we do, man. If you didn't, if you didn't give it the old college try for actually getting into Second Peter, <laughs> That's I thought, exactly I thought right. we were doing First Peter. <laughs> Stop. Good job, Chris. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, yeah, we 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 barely tiptoed into into yes, we First did. Peter. Yes, sir. Second Peter. Dadgum!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long it would. Be. I never thought about this as a consequence. No. Yeah. Of no. Not at all. First Peter. And, and then, then we we Second, second Peter, Peter is that my brain is so set on the phrase I to say it. First Peter. I typed the entire first sermon first Peter, first Peter every single time. Oh wow. So I had to go back in and change all those. That would have been great for David
0: David's self up in the all the
1: first um I don't know what he's talking about. That's not what that says <laughs> That's at all. Not what he said. That's not what he said.
0: Yeah, for the record, we don't actually uh when when you send in scriptures we don't like copy and paste the scriptures we look them up on the bible in the mm-hmm. Uh yeah you never know when i'm going to have some totally random <laughs> no. number there. Well i mean there if, isn't a chapter 19 in second peter chris. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing but <laughs> that's not right. Yep. Um that was actually really funny about uh who was that which one of the pastors oh i think it was uh I think it was Sherman Sherm yeah. Um so Sherm uh he he like quoted in his notes he quoted a whole lot of scripture okay of course um but like whenever i would type them in on our um, computer to pull them up they would be different than what he quoted yeah and i was like oh it's a different translation and so like there were probably five different translations in his notes oh wow but Mm -hmm. they weren't notated (laughs) that's the which translation he meant it's like a Russian roulette. Of I have to talk to John about that <laughs> translation. I don't like the way this
1: version says it. I'm going to go with a different version. Just randomize my versions. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. Why not? Yeah, that's a that was fun. It was fun going back and listening to all their different sermons and
0: sure, absolutely,
1: it was intriguing. So here's what stuck stuck out to me: uh, the guests. So not Lyle or Chris so much, but the others, the other four, is the. The universal thank you guys for having sabbaticals for yes. your staff and that that spoke pretty loudly because I mean two three three of them are retired pastors mm-hmm. yeah. and for them to say this is this is amazing mm-hmm. what you guys do and it's it's better it's impressive like it was is pretty neat and and Paul and I just in a quick meeting the other day I said I, I think I'm gonna add a caveat that says, if, if for every, you know, for, if, if you're gone for at least five weeks, when you get back, <clears throat> when you get back to work, your first five days of work, you are excused from all regular meetings because mm. it's like you need five, you need a few days to just, just dig through all the things yeah. that didn't get done or all the communication that didn't happen or,
0: well, you know, I mean, you all the of-
2: meetings that back up and that you <laughs> hurry in the first week you're back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you worked that out pretty good this past time. (laughs) That's that's why is because
1: it just happened that way for me because I came back for spring break and everyone was gone, and I thought this is this is too valuable a lesson to miss. Like this was really Mm -hmm. nice to get to come back and work for a week. Mm. Um, Anyway, that's good. And I'm still still behind. Good note, but that's okay.
2: And of the pastors that were mentioning that, or at least in conversation about talking. You know, oh, it's so great you give your senior pastor a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Most all of them assumed it was just for you. <laughs> oh, really? And so then when I explained like our actual policy that this extends through the minister level and associate minister level yeah. at differing times, um, they were. I mean, that it was like, oh wow, we were impressed. Now we're blown away.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: the generosity of this church—it's
0: it's so healthy. Dad said that, and he was like, "I've never had a sabbatical. I never had a never had a church even mention a sabbatical."
1: Man, so, and I'm I'm realizing the significance. Like I, I really, I, I'm gonna I'm hanging out with Wayne uh, Broderick, um, who was going to come preach. No, 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 he couldn't because of his travels. Like he was one way back. I had asked, and he couldn't. Yeah. So next Wednesday, I'm going to go drive to Dallas and spend some time with him because I was supposed to do that during my sabbatical, and they had a sickness, and I wasn't able to. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, so that's a um, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to him about it. But he does. Like every year, two weeks or three weeks or something. I think it's two weeks. And I am starting now that I've been doing this for five or six years. Yep. I'm starting to understand why he does that. So that may be something else too that he just, he, it's more, it's a week of, a week of kind of resting and engaging with God and, and thinking through things and all that kind of stuff. And then it's a week of getting stuff done and ready to getting ahead of everything for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And
0: that fits very much with your midlife crisis um, policy.
1: I thought you were going to end with your midlife crisis. <laughs> I was like,
0: wh- "How do? I, what do I call that? Philosophy? I, yeah, yeah, philosophy. Philosophy. Better,
1: but I would say policy is. <laughs> it needs to be stronger. That's what exactly what I'm discussing. Do we? Does feelings, this need to become a policy? Feelings.
0: Yeah. Midlife. Have have more of a philosophy or a policy of doing this more often in a yep. maybe not quite as big a way, but yeah, that makes sense. It's just an interesting.
1: And and it's a, it's your. I can see why. Wayne at some point has realized this isn't, this doesn't just serve him. It actually really serves the church for him to do it, mm. and he's got a. Anyway, it's it's makes it's sense. intriguing to wrestle through some of these questions.
0: None of us know what we're doing. No, we're just making this up as we That's go. That's right. Um, Speaking of making it up as we go,
1: yeah, without the internet, without um, the internet, so. One, I didn't get to ask you guys if y'all had any like if y'all had taken classes or studied Second Peter or any of that kind of stuff and what your
0: No, I did life and lit of Paul, not Peter. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry.
2: No help. No, Thanks. That was actually I mean, I don't think they I don't think they offered Peter. Um You mentioned on Sunday, and this isn't what you just asked now, but you mentioned on Sunday uh reading NT rights. Yes. Yes. And so oh my gosh. Uh-huh, it changes things.
1: It totally changed my head. So, especially the last third
2: has Yeah. C. S. E- Lewis, John Stott, N. T. Wright, probably my top kind of quick three. Yeah. are like always easy and going to. Yeah. But N T Wright's, yes, very much like there there, there is some kind of theological leniency that he takes that I wouldn't yes, necessarily he does. get get yep. to, um, especially in his eschatology. But I mean, as far as bringing alive actual subject matters that yes. I always thought were just academic. Uh, and, and again, personalizing a character that I just read as, you know, even unintentionally read right, just right. kind of as, Oh, you know, somebody who's not material, just kind of in a book and just right. kind of all the different things. I mean, he, he really is fantastic. It's wild. Um, I remember it, he really was, it was his book, son of, son of God. Um, that the first time that I emoted because of a book because of the resurrection mm. and I was like, wow, this, this changes things. Mm. But anyways, when you referenced his, his book, I definitely was like, yep, it's, it's a powerful one. Yeah. And, and it is, it's that personalization that, you know, I think just we relate to some and don't relate to others. And it's all right. based on what's the book again. It's, it's the, Paul. the, the biography yep. of
1: Paul. The no, biography of like called Paul. It's, it's interesting because I I had, just know there's
0: some people that are like, I have no idea what they're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. Um,
1: is is that I think it's easy with what the Bible gives us because we have narratives yes. that, that are a lot of narratives that involve Peter. We're able to sympathize with Peter pretty easily. Mm-hmm. With Paul, because most of what we're reading is not narrative, it's his writings.
0: Yeah, unless you're talking about Luke.
1: And so right, and so and even Luke, the amount of stuff that you know, NT Wright has to wrestle through. I'd never made this connection that Paul references, like, "Hey, I did this and went here," and Luke doesn't mention it. Yeah, and and in and writes like we don't know why Luke doesn't. I mean, Luke will write something that happens before it. He'll write something that happens after it, and he doesn't reference it. And NT Wright's one of his theories is <laughs> that he doesn't want to bring up painful subjects for Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never heard the theory until this book. That the book of Acts may have largely been written as a defense of Paul, mm. like that it was written by Luke to 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 use in his trial in
0: Rome. It mm. is absolutely a defense of the gospel going to Gentiles, yeah, which is Paul's. That's right, his whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but I had never he
1: uh, NT Wright hints at yeah it may be that Luke wrote this in order to for it to be used in Paul's trial, mm. and so so he. Therefore, the more painful things for Paul got less. Some of the more painful things for Paul got
0: less. I mean, down. Acts has three different uh, accounts of Paul's uh, conversion. Right. That's right. So and they get more detailed as you go. They get less detailed as you go.
1: I think it, I thought it was more. Okay. Maybe it could, I could totally be wrong. I could totally Google it. I would love to. I don't have the internet. <laughs> 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 I'm going based on. I thought okay. Wright said there was more data as it went on, but
0: I I, I could totally I, there may be different data. As that's for sure. On, but I I would definitely I would have considered the first, um, the Acts, what eight nine yeah nine nine, um, the first one as the most detailed. I know. I think the last one is the one that has the
1: phrase, "It's hard." To kick against the goads is only in the last one. Anyway. Yeah. Fun research project. Somebody out there Google it and send it in.
0: Yeah. Acts <laughs> Acts nine, the conversion of Saul. Yeah. Um is was what I did mine uh Well, I don't want to argue with you then. Last or my last <laughs> big paper in hermeneutics on. Um it was the biggest paper i'd done at the time which the last five pages of it were terrible i got like a an a you know at, at least an a on the first 20 pages of it the last five pages i think i got a d no oh, bummer i mean he didn't he gave me an a but like it was terrible anyway um
2: <coughs> sorry yeah
1: that's they're definitely a, different. I'm looking at, so you've got 9, then you've got 22, 6 through 11,
0: yeah, 26, 12 through 18. They're different sections of, of Acts. Acts is kind of divided um, in its purpose. And so uh, that first one is, is more like explaining the, like how Saul Paul is then in position to take on this right um, role. Um, anyway, it was
1: what the book. If you've not read it yet, John, I'd recommend it. I I stalled on it for the same reason I stalled on the Chosen because I, I was almost uh, intimidated. Is not the right word, but it's something like that. It's the please
0: don't mess up. Please, oh don't, gosh, mess up, please don't, don't mess up. Oh gosh, I don't I don't know up.
1: that I want to really in, get into this. But also, Lord, I said in the sermon is true. I just until this thought of the life of Paul as like like reading about I don't know, um, some great batter's batting average. Like how exciting. Okay. He hit another home run. Good. And then he went in this game and he hit three more home runs. And then he went in this game and hit six home runs. And then he and N. T. Wright does a lot of the here's where he hit a home run and the next time he came back to play, they wouldn't let him come. They booed him out of the crowd. They beat him. They threw him in prison. Mm-hmm. His own followers abandoned him. It's like Paul ex- almost experienced this Christ-like mm-hmm. re-crucifixion without ever dying multiple times. And and hearing... And it's just because Wright did... I know other people have done this research, but man, Wright taking the the research he must have done to collate, really, kind of collate the data into chronological order, it just it strikes you as, I had never understood, oh, this... This is probably before this, and right after this, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: he does the. I actually laughed out loud when he described. This is one of those. There's an article in the in the Bible Project. One of the podcasts talks about our series is about the Bible has editors and how that freaks people out that the Bible has editors, <laughs> and and because they, I mean, I, most of us just grew up with this. Like, well, this is a verbatim, right? Like John John three sixteen is a verbatim of the conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus. There was nothing before. There was nothing after. This was the like. And it's really disturbing for people to realize, well, this has been probably hugely compressed, shorthanded, summarized in places. And and NT Wright talks about, and I was teaching Romans, so it was mm-hmm. perfect for me to be listening mm-hmm. to this, traveling while teaching Romans, and says, you know, we think of Romans as this long book that this long letter that Paul wrote, and it's it is long for a letter, but that in the midst of Acts, we read about Paul teaching one day probably according to N.T. Wright, he thinks right after he wrote Romans, And Troas, and he, he starts in the morning and starts teaching, and he's still teaching in the evening, and he's teaching. It's almost midnight, and a boy falls asleep and falls out of the building and either dies and is raised from the dead or, or doesn't die, and Paul's the one who, it's, it's hard to tell from the passage for sure. And then it says Paul went back up with everybody and kept teaching until morning. All, uh, all, arguably, potentially, somewhere between twelve and twenty-four hours of straight teaching on the part of Paul, and we think Romans is long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what would have been like to have Paul unpack that his his theology over twelve to twenty-four hours, versus a, the long letter. Well, he
0: probably said um a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the thorn in the side. That's exactly right. I say um all the time. He gets
1: charged a quarter for saying um every time. <laughs> um. But the thought of he was making
0: a tent while he was talking,
1: dude, that wouldn't surprise me. He's, I I really again, I feel like that's good. And so it's it is interesting that now I'm back to Peter, who I feel like is easier to bring to life. Although in his later years, we are talking about a very different person now, Mm -hmm. a man who has gone toe to toe with religious leadership around the world, including some of his own friends and, um. Including Paul, probably including James, like that. These guys were, again, our picture is not human. Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, of course they're going to disagree on some of these things. They're still humans. The fact they're Jesus's followers doesn't make them that they're like, oh, well, we we got Jesus's notes on exactly how to apply all of His own teachings every time. And you have this weird. We Jewish, didn't understand. Right. They didn't. Then so this weird. James is the most Jewish, Peter's in the middle, Paul's on the other end, and they're all three Jews, you know, Paul of which probably the most classically, James is just a fisherman. I mean, just, and this, this battle going on. Is Peter not just a fisherman? Yeah, I mean, but Paul's the Pharisee yeah. and he's the one fighting for the Gentiles <laughs> understanding and just a
0: wild the yeah.
1: thought of them
0: wrestling
1: over these things is so exciting.
0: There's an element of it that makes sense to me though, in the, in, in the sense that uh, Peter and James deferred probably for so much of their life. Um They, I mean, where, where Paul was learning, Paul was learning. Yeah, that's true. And he Peter also and saw the,
1: probably saw how the sausage was made a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, I mean, I absolutely did. Yeah. And, and participated in the sausage being made <laughs> yeah, exactly. in a very real sense, butcher <laughs> of many, many yeah. Christians, part of why he considered himself the least. um but, um, it is, it, 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 makes sense to me because there, there would at least, at least in my mind, it seems be a, a hesitation, a, an insecurity in your understanding of the message. If you were there and you didn't show up at the resurrection, right? Like, Oh, I know I, and I, maybe it's just humility that I read inside of it. Like you, it doesn't surprise me that the, that, Peter got insecure when the Jews showed up. Oh, yeah. I th- I think that he would have been like, did I actually interpret this correctly? Yeah. Um. And so Paul calling on him is is a mercy of sorts, calling him on it, sorry, is a mercy of sorts to be like, you know what you're supposed to be doing right now, and you're not doing it. Right. And Paul has that like, no, don't, don't listen to these people. They're just like the people that used to run the show. Right. And that's also why he can be so vitriolic in his speech towards the circumcisers and and others, I think. Anyway. Man. So
1: as we're jumping in, I was just curious if any if y'all had any 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 opinions as to the whole Peter did, Peter didn't write Second Peter conversation. Did y'all have any?
0: It's one of those things uh, that, in my mind, is like there's, it doesn't come from nowhere. I understand the what people are saying whenever they say it, but it also every time I hear the arguments, it feels a lot like I found the thing that everyone missed. Right. Vinci like, code. No, like you, you, really, you add up
2: all the letters,
0: <laughs> divide by three. You really didn't. Like I, I understand what you're saying, but this was commonly held as Peter very early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: its origin in the third century is the first external testimony mm-hmm. um, outside Peter that references Peter uh, Petrine authorship, and. And even in early church fathers, um, we have records of the early church centuries before um, not handling uh, lightly those who wrote falsely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, origin. In a, in the apostle's name. Yeah. Um, the Acts of Paul and the Thecla, the author, you know, is disciplined. We get this kind of, early church discipline report. You of, can't do this. Yeah, you, this really is inappropriate. And so even in the fact of like, th- even we feel more removed from them, but they feel less removed from each other. Right. And the fact that even amongst themselves, they, they clearly saw this as, as a potential issue and then took discipline on those that were doing it. And then here we have early references to, nope, this was still Peter authoring this book. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, I've never... And I feel like, I feel like it would require something extraordinary and, and I know our, our mindset is that, I don't know, the bias we have towards our own intelligence that we somehow think we're smarter than people from the past, which is just not accurate. We, we may be more technologically advanced, but we're not more intelligent
0: in some ways. Right.
1: And so like, I don't, it does. We are not more intelligent. That's that was that's a false concept. The early church fathers weren't, you know, bumbling idiots throwing together some books. Mm-hmm. They they knew what they were doing. They knew to research, um, especially the early church fathers. Later on, you get some more superstitious versions of Christianity come out under Roman leadership. But, um, but early on, there was it was pretty scientific mm-hmm. as well as spiritual. It wasn't one or the other. They were doing good good hard research um but anyway it's just intriguing
2: yeah. and actually and you had mentioned acts um because that that is you know many point to like the expanded or more polished greek in mm-hmm. second peter than first peter in which you addressed you know kind of simply as there well there's probably a different scribe right um it's still peter's words and it's still inspired scripture yeah and, i
0: don't think peter wrote first peter
2: right right because again you hand the Tend to a, the unlikely fisherman who was brought yeah. along, who's not educated, right? Yeah, no, it, very common to use a scribe in this in this time and age, and so yes, there probably were two different scribes, and yes, that still can happen and not, you know, mess up this whole idea of the inerrancy or trustworthiness of scripture, right? Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, we reference with first if God Peter. can use humans to convey His word, <laughs> right. he, He's not going to be messed up by. Oh wait, wait, no, I need it to be your hand. <laughs> exactly. no, 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 you, you need to write Whose this. handwriting yeah. matters
1: or who's, wait, whose you, version of Greek it is. You're
2: involving two people in this process? Oh, well, you just undid my whole. Yep. <laughs> now God stymied. Ah, ugh. Yep. But, no, and, and.
1: We talked about how Silvanus or Silas mm-hmm. may have not merely been the deliverer of the letter, he may, have, may been have been the, the, writer. the writer of the letter. It's very possible. Yeah. And the first one, he doesn't, Peter doesn't reference a a scribe in the second letter that we know of but again that doesn't that wasn't always done at all
2: but even at that there's some stylistic similarities obviously to first Peter and the presentation and the urgency and how he moves through thoughts mm-hmm. um, so even though the words may appear different it's the still motifs and the tran- you know transitions still feel very similar um, but then also there's similar vocabulary in second Peter with Peter's sermons in the book of Acts. That's right. And so like dead on in places. Right. right. And so there's this, okay, if, if, well, Luke's recording this in Acts, and this was the way he said it originally, and then now here's how a scribe is, you know, presenting or rewriting down what Peter's presenting again, Mm -hmm. um, that there would be, you know, a telltale sign if those had a big divergence, right. Um, but no, here's the man saying it again from, from what he had already delivered. And so, um, it would be funny if Luke, it was, the Luke was the
0: scribe. Was the yep. scribe. Oh yeah. he's a very, not Pharisee. He's a physician. If Peter's been yeah. injured right before he is not injured or just old, like
1: sick or ill or whatever,
0: you know, if you've been in prison or been yeah. beaten or something like that, you may have a sent for your physician friend to come. Like, hey, while you're here, I need to write something.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hey, could you write some thoughts down for me?
0: I can't use my hands.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. No. It's it's a it is intriguing. This, and we'll come back to it over and over again. But this this theme of knowledge that runs through Second Peter that's that is a different emphasis than you see in a lot of other places. That uh, mm. I'm I'm intrigued to to try to un- understand and unpack this and 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 I don't wonder that that's the kind of thing that someone who thinks of themselves as dying soon is is wanting to emphasize I don't want you to mm-hmm. miss this and and I'll be interested to also unpack the is there some reference is there some connection here to the Gnosticism that is running around um that's that is trying to integrate itself into Christianity at this time I mean always right? if,
0: if if nothing else it was just a a common yeah, Mistake to make. Yeah. Even if it wasn't being preached like directly, like Gnosticism, the idea that knowing um, was where the knowing about was where the Mm -hmm. um,
1: knowledge is what saved you.
0: Knowledge is what saved you. And this is knowledge of. Right. Meaning the. Or from or through. Yeah. Like the. Knowing the person,
2: knowing, yeah, or yeah. even just kind of the changes in the time. I mean, assumably, we talked about obviously about sufferings that Peter, you know, is rampant about in his first letter, and then now, you know, in the comp- composition, you know, composition of this letter, probably about 67, 68, you know, now only three, four years probably after Nero now has started and right. taken command. And then, so if it, if, if Second Peter takes this different urgency now with the present yeah. change in mm. suffering. You know, here's the predicted know what we're leading up to. And then now here's it, we're in it, in, in it actualized. Yeah. And so again, he's writing back to this almost same general audience, you know, kind of same scope to the, to the first letter that he writes to. And then now he's saying, okay, we've talked about this. I'm assuming you got all this. I'm assuming you understand all this, right? And now it's happening, and now I think it's coming to my end. Here's yep. all these last important things, which yep. would make a lot of a lot of sense to it the does. urgency of this.
1: And it's a it's a thing. It even helps understand what that concept I think of knowledge is. That's something that you can hold on to no matter what pressure you're in. You're in. In counseling, I have to periodically remind people, okay, remember what you do know. Go back to what you do know. Goes, oh well, what about this and what about this mm-hmm. and what about this? And okay, let's get back. Let's go back to what you do know. And and let's know, anchor there.
0: And know ex- experientially. This reminds me of the uh C. S. Lewis definition of faith. The faith is the art of holding on to what your um mind has once been convinced is the yeah, truth. That's right. Absolutely. Regardless of your changing mood. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you you know this and know this. Like deep inside of you, not just so true. Whatever. Anyway, looking forward to this Sunday. Be encouraged.